Welcome to ICP with We. In the name of hating women, planning a heist on the psychopathic compound, and get me like you want me to. This is our. <laughs> this is our ongoing examination of the insane clown posse. I'm Eric, and I'm Aaron, and today we're reviewing some songs we still, still missed. For the record, everybody, I'm also Hugh Crenshaw. Uh, <laughs> Eric. Yes. Eric, how are you today? Welcome in to you. Oh, thank you. Uh, welcome in to our listener. Leave that pause in because I want to hear them say thank you. Okay. Perfect. Um, it's been a it's been a while. It has it it this it's been almost an, an entire month. We we dropped That's an crazy. episode at the beginning of August, and I'm gonna try and get this one out before the end of August. Really making this one an August sandwich. <laughs> yeah, a, yeah, a nothing sandwich. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't, maybe everybody needed a break from us after the Fatso episodes anyway. I don't know. Yeah, yeah maybe uh, we had to drop that one and, and then go into hiding for you know a brief <laughs> period of time. Uh, guys, it's it's been a while. We should talk about why it's been a while. Though. Let's talk about it. So, guys, Robbie fucked up. It was all Robbie, really. He got me sick one week. Right. Uh, and then he gave Eric COVID. For two weeks, of yeah. which you are still recovering. Is this yeah, correct? I'm, I, if I cough, I'm sorry. I'm still trying to beat the end of COVID. But it's it's been now just over two weeks since I got sick. Since Robbie gave you COVID. Right. Yeah. The, it's It's been, we've had some sick boy times. And by the way, Robbie goes out unscathed, just hanging with family. Yeah, Robbie, Robbie has been literally hosting a and b He has had a rotating selection of guests in and out of his home for the past two to three weeks you know what i'd rather be sick um, <laughs> <laughs> I don't, they might be wonderful people I they might know. be wonderful people but if i was thinking in the context of any of my family that lives out of town uh i'd rather be sick well so robbie's not here with us today because Correct. robbie it is big birthday weekend for ina Woohoo! Hey, happy birthday, Ina! Yeah, and there's there's visitors in, and and Robbie is uh, he has a prior commitment that is exactly that. So the two of us were like, listen, we are not letting another week go by Can't. without an episode. Both of us are healthy enough to do this. I've, I'm the healthiest I've it. ever been. Wow, I am yeah. definitely not the healthy. Even even without COVID, uh, I was probably far healthier like three four years ago. No, I've been ever since I've started eating an entire jug of Flintstones vitamin gummies a day. My wellness has been through the roof. Yeah, that's I think that's the more vitamins you take, the more healthy you are. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's how I should I should take a shitload of vitamins, especially if we're ever going to be around Robbie, who continually gets us sick, always gets us sick. I don't know what the hell is this guy's problem. Uh, Yeah, no. So actually, Eric, studies have been shown uh, that. One jug of Flintstone vitamin gummies cancels out just your average fast food meal. 
Oh, that's so, yeah. uh, you know, I'll go to yesterday. I went to in and out, had a double, double animal style, had yeah. some fries, yep. had a nice little diet Coke. But you know what I also had? Jug of Flintstone gummies. My jug of Flintstone vitamin gummies. Baby. I wonder how many calories are in a jug of Flintstone gummies. That's a good question. Probably a lot more than if you just ate a bag of gummy bears. <laughs> Let's see if we can figure this out. Uh, calories. Okay, so there's there's 15 calories in a gummy, but how many are in a jar? In a jug, if you will. 70. So that number is... Uh, so there's 1,050 calories in a 70-count bottle, which is not a jug. Fair. I mean, the jugs, maybe they have a big... So um, l probably less calories than that double-double, but... Yeah, I think the I think the double-double rank rolls in at like 850, plus the fries are like another 400. Let's find out. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> Well, guys, welcome to the podcast where we uh, guess how many calories are in any given meal we've eaten recently, and then six seventy, not that bad, six hundred seventy oh. calories for a double double animal style. Mm. I don't okay, know the fries. Style. Okay, perfect. Yeah, yeah, animal style. I, so I uh, I do lightly log and track my calories on a day to day basis. Mm -hmm, so mm -hmm. the things that I go to and eat uh, often, like I am starting to mentally know off the top of my head. How many calories they are? I religiously and painstakingly tracked calories for close to 10 years, maybe more. Mm -hmm. um, and, you know, I mean, down to figuring out what calories are in every ingredient of everything. And I was really obsessive about it just because it's a personality disorder that right. it just and it, it really helped me maintain an unhealthy weight for a long time. And then uh, I finally broke free of it and and stopped doing that and uh now i have a different type of unhealthy weight hey love that i've yeah. got that i've got that same amount of unhealthy weight baby boy yeah, yeah the uh when i was in college i did it almost to an obsession yeah now i just sort of try and limit myself and lightly you know, balance just have a, somewhere as in long between. as i have a general understanding i don't need to know how much olive oil I'm using. Right. It's, it's you know more I mean? about yeah. keeping yourself from overeating than it is about being obsessive and exactly. getting, you know, into the minutia of it. Exactly. Hey, this is, we've done lots of songs. We missed episodes. Actually, we've done 11 songs. We missed episodes in the past. We did nine songs. We missed and two volumes of songs. We still missed. And I, actually have we have playlists for all of them on youtube and i started a new one called songs we still still missed and in that one we will just keep adding things to it as new songs come out or as old songs surface that maybe were never released before or we mm -hmm. find out we haven't heard they're getting added to that and today we are focused on four songs that either resurfaced and were never released before or were newly released and they all came out in like the past month that's uh yeah that's kind of kind of nuts that two things well really two things 
resurface or surface for the first time. Yep. Uh, and two things are released. Yeah, pretty cool. And so uh, for anybody that loves listening to ICP but wants to hear some either rare, unreleased, or songs that were features on other artists' albums and weren't on a proper ICP album, if you want to hear essentially 12 albums full of that stuff, I'm going to drop all of the playlists for all the volumes of songs we missed into the songs we missed channel on our discord. And you can listen to them anytime you want. Amazing. What a treat. Yeah. You know what somebody should do? What's that? Is they should go in and some of those songs are just simply not available on streaming. Actually the vast majority, which is why these are YouTube yeah. playlists. True. Uh, somebody should go in and rip them all and make songs we missed albums out of them because each one has 10 to 15 tracks on it i mean that could be pretty cool could you imagine getting a songs we missed box set in the mail of 12 albums of rare and uh featured songs that'd be that'd be pretty fucking dope yeah from from starting as early as 1995 all the way up till a couple weeks ago pretty neat here's a question this is a new game we're going to play on the on the podcast. Mm-hmm. How much do you think Psychopathic would charge for that? Oh, my gosh. For a 12 volume set of it's essentially 12 albums. Yeah. Of of music. Some of it is stuff that features artists they haven't associated with in years. And I I, I can't imagine five hundred dollars. OK, yeah, I was going to be in the five hundred range, maybe four hundred. But I feel like it would be 500 and you also get like an exclusive poster. Yeah. Or, or you know, maybe $1,000 and they put like some extra merch and stuff in there. Yeah. I, 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 I think it would be a thing that they could do in a limited run and people would buy the fuck out of it. Oh, yeah. I, th- I think it sells very well. Yeah. So for this episode, though, we're talking about four tracks, four tracks we've never talked about before. And a uh, big shout out to mustard and darth scrubs for dropping these tracks into the songs we missed channel because uh, i will say one or two of them we knew was coming and other ones we had no idea so yeah oh yeah if if somebody hadn't dropped those in there we wouldn't have known so shout out to y'all and you know in my research for this this is another thing i want to talk about for anybody listening if you know of a song that ICP put out or featured on or something in the past that we have not talked about, send it to us. I think at this point, it's going to be hard to find things that we haven't already covered. But I, if it exists, I want to hear it and I want to talk about it. Correct. But I especially want to know if anybody has access to the direct message EP or the personal stash EP. And I don't know if you know what these are, Aaron, but I discovered this as I was researching for this episode. Mm. Both of these were one-off CDs that were auctioned off at the gathering in 2018. Between the two, they have four unreleased songs we've never heard and three unreleased remixes. Each each CD has four tracks. The unreleased songs are called Wicked Clowns, Parade of Death, Showtime, and Burning Abandoned House. That one is on both EPs. And there's a snippet of this out there somewhere. And Mustard actually shared a video of them talking about, hey, you know, we're recording this song. 
paintings melt before they're charred. Memories are forever scarred. A smoky pile in your yard. Oh, fuck! God damn it. I don't even know if that's, I guess that is the proper name because there is a, an image of the CD out there that's got the, the name written on there, but I'd love to do an episode on these two EPs. That and would be fantastic. I also think it's really cool because we always talk about this. We're like, oh, ICP puts out this super exclusive stuff that's never going to be anywhere and then gets released. Somehow, five years later, this shit's still not out there. Whoever got these CDs has not ripped them and uploaded them for people has not shared them who know the cds might be lost and gone forever at this point but also icp has these digital tracks and has resisted the temptation to put these songs out there so here's the deal us as icp with we eric and aaron vow to you the people if somebody does not come forward by the end of september it we're recording this in late august by the end of September, then Eric and I will go and plan a heist at Psychopathic HQ, and we will get them. We will steal the tracks for both of these albums. And then on a connecting flight through DC on the way home, we'll steal the Declaration of Independence. We have to. Yeah. A connecting flight to the opposite coast. <laughs> I think... There should be a statute of limitations on this stuff. Mm. I think if you got these rare tracks and you ripped them and uploaded them right away, uh, that'd be pretty disappointing, right? Yeah. But I also think after five years of these things never being heard, I would be okay with ICP going, hey, we're going we're gonna to release these songs that have never been heard before. Yeah, I, I, I like the statute of limitations. And I think five years is a good... Yeah good time frame guys if you have these cds what are you doing assholes also if you've got them and you're willing to let us hear the songs but not release them or share them we're down for that too yeah eric's down for that yeah i yeah, might we, be a, yeah. a little scamp but who knows <laughs> you could you could call us up stream the songs to us so we can hear it but not record them or anything mm-hmm you know, just play it just just play it on uh you know your your car stereo and hold your phone up to it oh and god we'll just listen on our phones <laughs> yeah no that's exactly how i want to listen to these perfect yeah. uh <laughs> anyway i'd love to do a direct message personal stash uh, episode i think that'd be cool yeah guys calling out for help don't make eric and i get busted for breaking and entering hey, unless you know if you all want to join us on this heist, you know, we could we could use a crew. Everybody <laughs> we're putting yeah. together a crew. Yeah, we need uh we need like the dumb strong guy still. Uh we need like the sassy woman that's like really good with like contortioning. I don't know what the fuck yeah, I'm we need we need a, a tech person that can hack computers and mainframes. We need like the wise cracking guy in the hawaiian shirts the the hawaiian shirt that's like yeah how did i get here Ugh. getaway you driver know? we need we need the driver yeah we need the safe cracker safe cracker for sure what are we in this scenario because <laughs> or listen if we all just want to get our money together show up at jay's house and be like here is 50 uh, bucks 700 dollars <laughs> <laughs> Can we get these? 
And he'd be like, I don't even know where that shit is. He would go, he would grab a hard drive, he'd give it to us. Yeah, maybe, probably not. He would immediately take it back and say, oh, wrong one. And then give us another one. <laughs> maybe. Yeah, maybe. Anyway, so yeah, uh, songs we missed. Let's, I, I don't have a lot of information about these tracks. We'll, we'll talk about the information on the track from track to track. Perfect. But I will say everything we're talking about today, these four tracks were either released or surfaced on the internet for the first time since the end of July. Fuck yes. We have, and we have an interesting mix here. We do. Two old, two new features. Yep. And one's a violent, well, not really a violent J new track because it's recycled, but yeah. uh, the other one features uh, Shaggy 2 Dope. So we get to hear Violent J and Shaggy. Yeah. Uh, in some recent stuff. Well, we get to hear Shaggy in some recent stuff. <laughs> uh, but let's get into it. Let's get into track by track. We have four here. Uh, the first one is going to be Fury, the OG version. This is ICP featuring Light. This is an alternate version of the song Fury from the album Fearless Fred Fury, likely recorded in late 2018, uh, posted on July 30th of this year yeah. on YouTube. Uh, so, Eric, what, what were your thoughts on the OG version of Fury? Yeah, I you know, I listened to this and I actually this is one that I definitely went back and I'm like, let me listen to the original again as mm -hmm. well. And uh, there is a single version of Fury that released ahead of the album, I think ahead of the album. And then there is the album version. The album version has Willoughby Rags doing his bit at the beginning and then at the end as well. And this version has Willoughby Rags on it, which makes me think that at some point this was intended to be on the album. Right. I could be wrong there, but I, I'm pretty sure it probably was. And, you know, I, I'm listening to it. And I when I sat down to hear this, I expected maybe they cut Shaggy's verse and put light in or maybe they shortened something else to, to fit light in. But that's not the case at all. Rather than replacing something or cutting something to make room. It's the full song that exists on the album as we know it now, plus a whole large version from, from like, a, a, like, it's not even, I guess their verses are sort of split. Like they do half of a verse and then they come back and they do more. So like, you've got that whole thing. Light gets as much time on this track as Shaggy does and as mm -hmm. Jay does. And we also have this super extended outro to the song that's not on the album version or the single now i don't have strong feelings about light personally but i've never really heard a song by light that resonated with me i do think he's a pretty good rapper like anything i've heard i'm like this this guy goes pretty hard uh but with with that said i i think he sounds good on this track i you know the only reason i can think that they opted to cut his verse is because this song is over seven minutes long and they probably were like we need to trim this down and uh, the other, you know, I guess the other thing that maybe could be part of it is, although Light brings a lot of fury to this track, I wonder if they, this is kind of an establishing song, you know? Oh, yeah. It's like in the first three tracks that are all sort of setting up what is Fred Fury, what is the tone of this album? I wonder if they were like, I think this would be better if it was just the two of us delivering this message. So maybe that's that's part of it, because I don't think what Light did is bad here. I think it's it's pretty good. This this did make me want to go back and like, maybe I need to listen to Fred Fury again. 
I've tried a few other times, but uh, I don't know. I think the outro gives me a little bit of a thought on what happened here, though, because the end draws out oh, for yeah. for a very long time compared to the other version. And it actually sort of diminishes into the sound of wind chimes rather than transitioning to the next song, which that's what happens on the album. And I almost wonder if at some point maybe this was meant to be the final track on the album. Oh, yeah, that's a good point. With that long, drawn-out outro, it definitely feels like an album ender. Yeah, it does. And it feels like the kind of thing that if they played it live, you know, as a as a set ender at a show, you know, they could draw it out and oh, yeah. have fun with it doing that. Although it's it's relatively somber. It's not really a fun track or anything. But yeah, I mean, those are those are my thoughts. This was an interesting thing to hear. What would you think? Uh, yeah, very interesting. I did the same thing. I, I told myself, okay, I only have four songs to listen to this week to critically think about. I have the time to go back and listen to what's actually on the album. So mm -hmm. I went back and I listened to the version on the album. I did not listen to the single version, though, Eric. You, you got me on that one. Uh, well, I didn't do it on purpose. I did it by accident because oh, oh. I, I looked on YouTube and multiple versions came up. And I was like, oh, okay. So the single is a little different than the album version. So that's that's how it happened. Gotcha, gotcha, okay. Uh, good catch then. Uh, but yeah, I, I have the same feelings towards light as you do. Uh, nothing I've ever listened to to by him really captured me or, or resonated with me uh, deeply, but he sounds really good in this track. His verse is pretty solid. His He has a... Having him in there as a tonal change, uh, especially when the song is over seven minutes long, is almost necessary. It, you know, if, if it was seven yeah. minutes long with no feature by anybody else, it, it would be insane. You know, I think that going back and listening to Fearless Fred Fury, this is sort of in an era where I think Jay was getting real wordy with his verses. Uh, yeah. There's there are multiple lines in his verses uh, that are in his verse that sounds like he's like, hey, you got like three too many words in that line. And, and, and you sound like you're tripping up on it when you say it. That's sort of a hallmark of modern era. Jay, though, he, he yeah. is trying to, I think, add some complexity to his verses and, and pack more into them. Oh, absolutely. And I think that, uh, you know, that's something that has stuck with him. And I think that this is really the emergent, like this, this era is really the emergence of that, in my opinion. I, I think this is really when that started setting in. I, yeah, I think you're right. And I think a lot of that is influenced by working with artists like uh, Young Wicked, which oh, was yeah. in the years leading up to this, and Light, and, and probably Ouija as well. They all have, you know, choppy, fast, Pack it full of words type flows. And I think that that had an influence on Jay during this time. Oh, yeah, that, that totally makes sense. That totally makes sense. Very long song. I'm glad this wasn't on the album because yeah. of how long it was. I wish that we could have a more tight version that's like maybe four and a half, five minutes that still has light in it. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah, but, I agree. Yeah. Over seven is just way too long, you know, and. The long drawn out outro would be cool live. It would be fine as like an album ender, 
but standalone, it, it does not hold up. I, I'm not a huge fan of uh, how long. I mean, because we get that Willoughby Rags sort of bridge ending. Yeah. And then there's like two minutes almost after that. Yeah. And I kept thinking it was going to end. There was like parts where it would like lull and then it would come back. And I'm like, oh, my gosh. Oh, Which yeah. is another thing that made me think maybe this was a final track. You know, when I first listened to this song, I was in my truck. I was driving um, and I had it playing and I wasn't looking at my phone. But when I started it, I said, oh, God, this is seven minutes. OK, buckle up. Press play. Uh, and I start driving and then I hear the Willoughby Rags outro and I was like, you know, I thought in my head, I was like, that was seven minutes. I, I actually, you know, that went by pretty fast. That was pretty solid yeah. seven minutes. Uh, and then I looked down at my phone and I saw the scroll bar for YouTube and I was <laughs> yeah. like, Jesus Christ. And yeah. I just sigh, gave, let out a big sigh and then kept on listening. Uh, I think the optimal version of Fury is cut it down to like five minutes keep light in there because he he sounds great his verse is great you know you can keep a little bit of an outro but not that much of an outro i i'll give them a lot of credit for listening to this and whether it's because they rearranged what's on the album or they thought man this thing just goes on too long for editing for going hey we can tighten this up Oh, you yeah. can make this more palatable and listenable. We can tighten up that outro and things like that. Um, because I think a lot of times we've, you know, sort of said, man, I wish they would have taken a second or third look at this song and and given it some time to marinate and go, how do we make this a little better? And I think they did. But it is a bummer to lose that light verse because it, it goes hard. Yeah. Oh, yeah, it definitely goes hard. Uh, I, I'd be interested to know. Looking back on our Fearless Fred Fury episode, did we have any comments like that on, for Fearless Fred Fury about how we wish they had a stronger editing hand? Because, I mean, Maybe. they just made us look like dumb, stupid bitches if we did. Yeah, they we we probably did. I'd have I'm to sure. I mean, that, that is that is a well that we draw from a lot when it yeah. comes to uh, talking about ICP. But hey, credit where credit's due on this one. Absolutely. Cool. Let's move on to the second song in our selection for today. This <sighs> is a weird one. And at first, I thought this was another Fearless Fred Fury era song because the YouTube video has Fred Fury on the thumbnail. But it is more than likely not from that era. Also, I don't know. I, I'm going to say shout out JT Clarks for this upload. I know there's some tension and beef around multiple channels uploading some of these songs and debating over who uploaded them first. Mm. I don't know who did. I don't really care. I just think it's cool that you put them out there for us to hear. So yeah, shout out. We appreciate it. So this one is called battle of the sexes. It's by violent J unknown when it was recorded, but I've seen a good bit of speculation that it's from possibly the Wraith era. Maybe one of the songs that were lost and then found again, mm. that, did not get put on the hell seller. Apparently there was one or two tracks that they opted not to put on hell seller when they put all of the found tracks from that era, uh, posted to YouTube on August 8th, 2023. Aaron, what did you think? Thank you so much again for your strong editing hand in not putting this on hell seller. <laughs> yes. Uh, so my first impression 
after two lines in was okay so this is i call it an incel anthem <laughs> i i have the same note i, I mean almost it, the exact same thing uh, it's it is it, this is so i i legitimately when i was listening to this in my truck turned my volume down so goddamn much just <laughs> out of fear that the people at the stoplight next to me could possibly hear what i was playing in my truck Listen, if you were going mm. to write a parody song, like if you're going to write jokingly a song that was like an incel anthem, a lot of the lines in this would be in your parody song. It, yeah, no, like if I were to do an impression of like, say, Ben Shapiro when he was 17, <laughs> it would be it, it would be this song. No, it would be writing this song. You chalk this one up to another song that I wish we still missed. Yeah, I, this this is not quite to the level of uh, slow your roll, but mm. it is on the same spectrum as that. Where I'm like, wow, I'm you, you're smart for never putting this one on anything. Yeah, did the person who posted it? I, I guess nobody knows how they came about it. That doesn't it, I? I didn't see anything that was like, hey, here's where I got this or how I got this. I yeah, because I. I couldn't imagine Psychopathic is too thrilled that this got put out. Probably not. Without their permission. But yeah, just like the last track, though, uh, there's a lot of, you know, Violent J has a lot of wordy lines here and there uh, and words that I didn't really want to listen to. <laughs> so, you know, the more words, the worse in that case. Uh, I, the one redeeming thing I will say about the song, I think the beat's pretty cool. I don't know who produced this one. So they should have just left it an instrumental <laughs> <laughs> or reused um, it for something else. Yeah, true. Yeah. You know, I just the lyrics and the vibe are just so insanely corny and terrible. Eric, do you have anything uh, profound to say about this track? I don't know if I have anything profound, but I, I do have a few thoughts. Now, yeah, hit me with despite it. the speculation that this might have been recorded during the hell's pit era which would have been what like oh five uh, to me the way jay is rapping the types of things he's saying it, it, this feels a little more like bizarre bizarre era to me like 2001 mm. ish almost like uh you know on some of the forgotten freshnesses there were tracks that jay and mike would just record late at night when they were in the studio fucking around this feels kind of like that or it kind of sounds like the garbage they recorded with Esham, but never intended to release. That's kind of the vibe. Speaking of Esham, do I do I hear Esham layered in on the hook? I'm the president of the bitch hating club. I, I could be wrong there. Ooh, I did not pick up on that, but that'd be kind of cool if you did. But yeah, I mean, I don't know if Jay had actually just gone through something at that moment, a breakup, a uh, bad relationship, or if he was just writing a song about not liking women. But I, I wrote this has huge incel energy, which if it was recorded in 2000, 2001, or if it was recorded in, you know, 04, 05, during that time, talk like this wouldn't have the the word incel didn't exist yet. The concept didn't exist yet. It still would have probably come off as a little misdirected because the concept of the song is, you know, women are evil because they're hot and they make me want them and then they hurt my feelings and that makes them bad and they're the devil. 
Like there's literally lyrics that say, I hate the fact that you're irresistible. I hate the power that you hold over me. Your beauty is unstoppable. Like if you went to r slash incel, I believe those words are probably there somewhere. If I were a woman and heard somebody say that to me, I would probably file a restraining order immediately. <laughs> right. It's like I would uh, like okay. I would be done signing the papers by the end of the song. Yeah. Yeah. It would be immediate action on my part. It just there's there's just an element of I'm projecting my hostility and insecurities onto you. It's your fault that I feel this way. Yeah. So not a not a great song, but interesting to hear. And I, I won't say I'm I'm not completely shocked to hear Jay do a song like this. No. Yeah. This nothing that he said shocked me as coming from him it just shocked me that they went he because he not only recorded this but it also had to be like mixed at least a little bit you know like yeah there was if you record this when you're angry in the moment whatever but like the next day when you go back to wade through all the stuff that you recorded and and start cleaning it up that's when you say hey delete this yeah uh you know uh jay does not generally give off big incel vibes honestly i think he does fine with women i think he probably uh has has been in more relationships and i use that term very loosely with women mm-hmm. uh because some of them are probably you know 30 minute relationships after shows or whatever right um than most human beings ever will be in their life. So I, I don't think Jay has those big incel vibes. No, but no, I, no, no. I do think, you know, especially uh, of a certain era, Jay has big misogynist vibes. And I think in music, that vibe was sort of a trend in the early to mid 2000s, late 2000s. I think it was just a thing. Yeah. Yeah, I get so. that. 30 minute relationships. Hey, good for Jay. 30 full minutes. Well, I mean, from uh, Inception to okay, you're again. counting the Uber ride to the hotel room, yeah, or like the walk, you know, waiting in line to get on the tour bus or whatever. Oh, for sure, yeah. Well, hey, let's move on to the next track. Okay. Uh, so this uh track that we are we're now into the new stuff. New stuff. We're now into the the current stuff. Well. We're halfway into the current stuff. So this song <laughs> uh, was released August 8th, 2023. Big, big day, by the way. Yeah. Uh, for, for Juggalos. August 8th. This is the ring music for the JCW Tag Team Wrestlers Brothers of Funstruction. This track actually reuses the music from Violent J's 45-minute recording, I Slipped a Disc. So that's why I say kind of new, yeah, kind of not new. Uh, but Eric, what are your thoughts on this one? So when I first heard this track, I didn't have any context. And I'm like, why is this so familiar? This music is from something. And I was like, I went back through all of the Yum Yum EPs trying to find, is that element music? I went back through Bloody Sunday. I'm like, I know this is something recent. And then it occurred to me, okay, that's what this is from. Because I started going, I slipped a disc. And I'm like, okay, I got it. Disc spin, disc spin. It's all there. And I actually asked Mustard. I'm like, Mustard, is this the music from I Slipped the Disc? And he was like, yeah. And I was like, oh, okay. That's, Perfect. That makes sense. So uh, it says on the YouTube video, 
JCW tag team wrestlers. However, Brothers of Funstruction are currently wrestling for NWA, not the rap group, the National Wrestling Alliance. I was about to say, the rap group doesn't have them on rotator for just personal <laughs> parties and stuff. Uh, I started researching this. It got real weird. Oh, shit. I'm going to tell you about it. Hit me. It. Yeah, please. So I found a YouTube, no, uh, an X, an X video of Jay announcing that he was going to become the manager for Brothers of Funstruction. And at the end of this video on YouTube for this song, it shows that Violent J is going to be at their, at NWA's 75th, like, big blowout event, which is happening yesterday and today in St. Louis, I think. Oh, shit. So I went way down the rabbit hole. This is the ring music for Brothers of Funstruction. Jay is their manager, like a wrestling manager, not like actually managing them from a talent perspective. But like if you watch, I, I actually think it was a maybe it's common now, but I remember like back in the old WWF days, you had notable like managers, managers of wrestlers. Yeah. Uh, you had your Paul Bearer, right? And you had your uh, Mouth of the South and the, these guys that would come down. Listen, we don't watch wrestling. Please forgive these tragically outdated references. And they would be involved, right? They'd be at the ringside and they were a huge personality. That's the type of manager. Yeah, it's more of a personality uh, persona for the crowd rather than uh, actually doing managerial work in any capacity. Right. And I'm sure he's getting involved because Jay obviously is a wrestler for the past, you know, 40 years of his life or whatever. But, uh... In the video on X where he is announcing it, he is saying that Vampiro is a manager for a tag team duo in NWA, and that's what inspired Jay to do it as well. Mm. Here's where it gets strange. NWA is owned by Billy Corgan, the vocalist of Smashing Pumpkins. That's nuts. He bought it in 2017. And apparently in some non-U.S. shows on the most recent Smashing Pumpkins tour in Australia and in Mexico, he booked NWA matches as opening acts for the Smashing Pumpkins tour. That's fucking sick. I can't imagine Smashing Pumpkins fans where they're like, fuck yeah, independent wrestling. (laughs) But it's pretty fun. It's pretty cool. Um, Billy Corgan recently did an interview with a website called TV Insider, and they asked him. You've got the big two-night card coming up, and you've got Violent J of Insane Clown Posse working with the clowns team known as Brothers of Funstruction. How is it having him involved? So Billy Corgan responds, and I'm reading his quote here. Okay. We have a personal connection. Jay was dating somebody who I worked with professionally. They unfortunately died recently, Lainey Chantal. I didn't know this at the time, but they had been dating for a while. We occasionally connected. Jay reached out to me on a private level. He was mourning this person he loved, and this idea hung out there. Then Vampiro came in to work with La Rebellion. We got to talking about the clowns, brothers of Funstruction. Not only is Violent Jay going to be managing them, but he's also done a theme song for them. It's awesome. He did it all on his own. ICP are self-starters with everything they do, and their love for pro wrestling is well-documented. I'm excited to have him as a part of the NWA. That's what I love about the NWA. We are an open source network. Fuck. Billy Corgan and Violent J are friends. Billy Corgan likes ICP. And now Jay 
finally has fulfilled his lifelong dream of being a member of NWA. <laughs> <laughs> um. Okay, so this begs begs the question: When are we getting a Billy Corgan feature on an ICP track? Seems like it could happen. This would delight me. I know that the Venn diagram of ICP fans and Smashing Pumpkins fans. It's I just know the, two circles that don't yeah. touch. <laughs> Much like the Venn diagram of Smashing Pumpkins fans and independent wrestling fans, I would imagine. Uh, probably razor thin middle portion, but <laughs> yes. I would love that. Even even if it was made just for me, I would love that. <laughs> I, I think that's interesting. Uh, that whole story is interesting. Yeah, that whole story is is. Crazy. I guess I'm I've never been a big Smashing Pumpkins fan. They have a few songs that I think are decent, uh, but I never would have pegged Billy Corgan as a pro wrestling fan. No, that surprised me. Uh, which, cool. Uh, I, there's just this sort of um, Smashing Pumpkins is a little pretentious. You know what I mean? And and the the fans are very precious about them and you he seems like he takes everything very seriously so for the the fact that he likes pro wrestling and icp i was like oh okay billy corgan you're going to flip it on us all right there you go is it bad to say that actually kind of humanized billy corgan for me a little bit big time yeah i i i think that's kind of cool i'm sure yeah. there are people in our discord and stuff that are big smashing pumpkins fans i know obviously people that like icp have diverse tastes yeah so you know i'm sure it is but it just it seems like such an unlikely pairing it, it really does yeah i tend to uh you know i'll listen to some smashing pumpkins every now and then i don't really consider myself a huge fan but uh yeah pretty good i have smashed pumpkins on halloween oh shit with michael jackson in 2017 <laughs> no no, back yeah, probably that. when that's I was from the phase. That's probably <laughs> right. in the Patreon episode. <laughs> that's that's fine. Uh, no, probably back when I was in college. Ah, perfect. Yeah. Um, so my thoughts on the song, though. Yeah, we talked about this earlier, but this definitely sounds like some 2023 Violent J. Oh yeah, unmistakable. Uh, it sounds very similar to what are on the recent Yum Yum EPs and the the type of sound that would be on bloody sunday i think mm -hmm. we it's mostly a repeating hook where he's just saying brothers of funstructions and their names whatever they are yakko and babo or whatever they are yeah. um but we do get a violet j verse in there and i actually think the verse is pretty good it, it sounds good this track overall though is fine it's not the oddities ring music it's not vampiro's take it ring music but it's fine what did you think yeah it was it was fine uh it, that's a good way of putting it I think that, uh, you know, it, it's very repetitive. It's very well produced, but, you know, it's it's ring music. It, it's not it's, you know, repetitive is fine. Uh, I think that the the verse that we got in there also sounded pretty good. Uh, you know, if I was at a wrestling match and I, I heard this come on uh, and I saw, you know, Wacko and Jack off come out <laughs> <laughs> And uh, I, with Violent J in lockstep, you know, I, I would be pretty hyped, I think. I, that'd be cool. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. All right. Let's move on to the fourth and final track in our selection of songs today. This one is a proper new release. This song is called Another Day. 
It is by Hex, featuring Shaggy 2 Dope. This track was released as a single on August 9th, 2023, ahead of Hex's new album, Tales of a Cursed G, which I believe came out on the 18th. Hmm. Yeah, I think that's right. Uh, what did you think of Another Day? This was a fun track. So I haven't listened to a lot of Hex. We did catch his set at the Gathering of the Juggalos. Uh, mm -hmm. We've talked about it before. And I also think, you know, we've talked about how he seems like a, a solid, like, club rapper, right? Sure, yeah. And I was very impressed with this song. I, I, I think that he sounds tonally uh, great. He was working with this beat very well. And this beat was pretty, like, upbeat. It had a little bit of a pep to it, right? I, and I think his flows were were pretty fucking solid. This, this kind of made me a little interested in checking out more hex stuff that being said the shaggy feature i think shaggy starts off a little slow on his verse he seems like he he's not he didn't quite know how to fully catch up and maintain pace with that beat but he finds himself pretty quickly he gets in there he sounds really good you know it, it, he has a pretty long verse it's not a short feature uh, it's it's a pretty substantial feature, and I think that by you know by the middle to end to, of it, he was he was in there and he was feeling it really well. Uh, hook is pretty catchy. This song is just uh, it's kind of just a vibe out kind of day song, I guess. I I don't really know how to explain it too well. It's not about anything deep. It's not. It's just about hex being hex, living on the coast, and just another day. You know, yeah, it that's the name of the song. So. Yeah, yeah. It's, I mean, it's the name of the song, and it's exactly what it's about. So, uh, I, I like this song a lot. I, th I think that this song put me it piqued my interest uh, into checking out more Hex, which is cool. Uh, and I think that Shaggy, although he started off maybe a little slow, uh, maybe a little awkward, really found it and uh, really set it settled in and sounded really good. What were your thoughts? Yeah, I, this song is clearly made by people that grew up with and loved 90s West Coast gangster rap. Yeah. Because it, the musical elements here are they they border on copycat. You know, they're it's a, it's a throwback, right? Across the board. I think that baseline and I I didn't take the time to figure it out or look it up. Pretty sure that baseline is from another song from that era that I've heard. Mm. This bass line is taken from Zap's 1980 song, More Bounce to the Ounce, which has been sampled in numerous other songs, like these. I'm about to shake and bend. The E I C K is my name, my spell. Things to the clientele, yo, I rock well. I'm not an MC. Homie, loke, dumb fools around my way, getting how gun smoke. And I ain't talking about the highlight in dough. The kind of how to make you call your kid folks and tell Mike my set. I say, what's up? Easy motherfucking E, the OG, I give some fuck. Now I'm in LA and I'm crossing. See a bitch, I used to fuck with a leper slossing. That vocal sample in the background, the hey, 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 whatever it is, 
is from Here Comes the Hot Stepper, which was a big 90s radio rap hit. It's got that funky worm synth in the hook. Like, I see DJ Clay in the car in the video. I, yeah. I'm going to assume maybe this is some of his work. But everything here is either copied straight from a 90s rap track or is meant to emulate that sound. And that goes all the way down to Hex's delivery and, and, and oh, what he's very doing much here. And uh, as soon as Shaggy came in, I was like, oh, Shaggy loves this shit. Yeah. You know, he he loves this. He is very at home here. And uh, although I don't like this kind of music and Hex doesn't do a lot for me as a rapper because I just don't like the style. This is pretty solid. If this had come out 30 years ago, people probably would have liked it. I think it would have been pretty popular. And, and maybe yeah, I can see that, you know, for for people in their 30s and 40s now that grew up on that shit when they were in, you know, grade school, high school, they're going to listen to this and be like, fuck yeah, that's cool. Uh, for somebody like me that didn't like that stuff, but liked ICP back then because it was a cool alternative to that stuff. Mm -hmm. This doesn't, this just feels wrong to me. Yeah, One weird thing I noticed though here is Hex in the, the track says he's still affiliated and there is a shitload of red. Everything in this video is red. The car is red. Yeah. DJ Clay's hat is red. Shaggy's shirt is red. I don't see any blue here, which is interesting for an artist on C-17 to me. So that is a good observation. I didn't I didn't pick up on that. Yeah. So I, 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 I know, although Ouija, there's a lot of speculation and I don't know if he's confirmed it, uh, probably claimed Crip at some point and maybe still does i know he's like claims he takes no sides just a, just an observation that there is a shitload of red in this track and hex is saying he's still affiliated so yeah interesting to uh to think about yeah and uh possibly discuss in the discord yeah maybe uh, maybe people website. will know and maybe people will be like you're stupid that's yeah. possible as well which yeah i mean hey both have happened yeah so well, those are our track-by-track track thoughts on these four new songs that we had missed. Uh, let's get to our overall thoughts. Sure. So um, a little bit of a strange grouping here, right? There's not a lot of there's not a lot of new substance in this selection today because we had a new version of an old song that just had a feature from an mm -hmm. artist that's not in ICP, right? right. Uh, we had the song I already want to forget about. <laughs> and then we had, you know, recycled song for a short ring music for NWA wrestlers, brothers of Frontstruction. And then we had a new, uh, you know, an actual proper new 2023 song mm -hmm. uh, that featured Shaggy two dub. So uh, a wide range of vibes here when it comes to what we heard today, I am I think overall pleased with this selection of of songs, though. I think that it was very cool to hear, even though it was super long, it was very cool to hear that OG version of Fury. And although Battle of the Sexes is not something I ever really want to 
return to again. It's still cool that things are being uncovered from clearly previous eras, you know, mm-hmm. 15, 20 years ago, previous eras of ICP. It's so cool that things are still being uncovered and posted that we can still review. Um, so in that regard, I appreciate Battle of the Sexes. Uh, you know, Brothers of Funstruction, that's something that I don't think I would have ever listened to if we didn't do these songs we missed uh songs because i I just i don't watch independent wrestling uh and again i probably would not have listened to another day because i haven't really had a desire to dig into hex's stuff uh but i listened to it and i enjoyed it so you know i think that these this collection of singles is strange and weird at times but i think that it was fun you know i think each one of them had their own merit as to why it was fun to listen to yeah i i think i'll agree on pretty much everything you said i thought this was a cool selection of four tracks that had a lot of variety from brand new stuff to i i love even if i don't like the song it's so cool to me that there is truly hidden unreleased stuff still coming to the surface from past eras give it to me even if it's not good i'm curious to hear it we've taken this journey so far that much like uh watching 11 seasons of a tv show to enjoy ahsoka i enjoy hearing this old stuff and trying to pin down what era it's from and stuff i think that that's by the way that's a callback to our (laughs) clip for patrons um but yeah i i don't know i thought this was it was really cool to get these to get these tracks uh, oh yeah and and listen to them even if i don't love all of it man it just felt good to sit down and talk about them and listen to them agreed absolutely agreed uh so personal favorite tracks um eric i think i know which way you're gonna go do you i think i do okay do you want to do you want to guess mine and i'll guess yours you want to guess them at the same time? No, we'll take turns. Okay. I will go first. I think that you're going to pick Fury, the OG version. Yeah, that's my pick. And I think Fuck you're yes. going to pick Another Day. That's my pick. Absolutely. Okay, cool. Although the OG version of Fury, very close second for me. I, that one really is. If it wasn't for the two minutes of <laughs> stupid bullshit at the end, I it would I'm be okay with the two minutes of, of bullshit at the end, only for the fact that it allows me to re-envision this as maybe there was a different order or layout or True. version of, of Fred Fury at some point. And uh, it's it's kind of fun to think about that as this being a potential last track for it. It's, so That's a good way of looking at it. Yeah. Yeah. I like to think about it like that. Perfect. Guys, we just had ourselves an episode. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you so much for hanging with me, Eric. I I feel like I was getting the dust out of my system at the beginning of this episode. And, you know, I feel back into it now, baby. It's been a long time off, but we're back. Yeah, I feel bad that we went so long without doing an episode. This is the longest I think maybe we've ever gone. We might have maybe took a break between seasons this long at some point, but I don't even know. I feel like some sort of holiday break or... Yeah, 
between seasons might have been three four weeks but not we've never taken a mid-season break this long yeah and i feel bad that we weren't able to announce it it was it was literally just problem after problem that just prevented us from doing it so we're sorry that robbie uh, caused yeah all, robbie. all of them it yeah. was all robbie and we'll we're we're back on track from here back on track and next week after many 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 <laughs> robbie delays we will finally be reviewing twisted's cryptic collection halloween edition from 2006 uh eric this uh, you know maybe it was a blessing in disguise we are now at least closer to halloween yeah marginally i mean we'll be the month before halloween at this point when yeah, we oh yeah it. i don't want to give anything away but i'm really eager to talk about this album i'm very eager to talk about it as well my, one of my one of the people in my apartment building has already decorated their front door with Good like Lord. halloween caution tape and shit like that and it it was 109 you, you yesterday think it's, here. You think it's a decoration, but maybe it's just actual caution. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> maybe somebody got murdered in my building last week. I don't hey, know. Shit happens, man. Uh, shit happens, man. Yeah, no, I should not be looking at that and also having beads of sweat run down my face because it's 109 degrees outside. I just I shouldn't. That's disgusting. But uh, we'll be closer to Halloween whenever we talk about, you know, twisted's cryptic collection halloween edition i'm here for it i'm also here for it in fact i'm not gonna leave my chair uh i'm just gonna sit here <laughs> stay for right week. here till next week yeah yeah i've got everything i need i've got half of a diet coke i you might make it through a week on that i think i probably could uh I, my body might be you know eating itself from the inside out but oh well all right well well you're doing that for anybody that would like to get in touch with us, you can do that on our website, icpwwe.com. There you will find links to our X account. It's so I, I have I'm struggling to get used to saying that. Our Instagram, you can email us, you can become a patron, all kinds of great stuff on icpwwe.com. icpwwe.com that's right icpwwe.com perfect <laughs> um guys eric mentioned the patreon if you want to have some extra content and some extra benefits bennies if you will uh if you want some extra bennies go on over to the patreon icpwwe.com you'll find a link there uh that's where we post our bonus episodes, so if you want to hear me and Eric talk about the first two episodes of Ahsoka this week. And Everybody Loves Raymond. Yeah, oh yeah, and Everybody Loves Raymond. You know, and there's Michael probably going to be a few things in there, yeah. Uh, it'll, it'll probably end up being a little bit of a longer one, but if you want to listen to the medley of bullshit that happens between me and Eric, and me, Eric, and Robbie, uh, before we actually start the episode, that's where they're posted. Um, you also get a very heartfelt rapid name rattle off at the end of each episode. And I would like to start that off by saying thank you so much to Rob, Viron, Corey, Blade, I Pete and George's lawyer's briefcase. Oh my God. <laughs> you're stirring the shit now at this point. Uh, <laughs> Scotty, Robbie, Austin. Uh, sometimes when I puke, I shit. Okay. We're getting some more people in on the fun here. I love that. Uh, <laughs> Andrew Schmeev Ulala, Jeremy Christian Rob 
uh and spark nuts thank you all so much Ooh la la you're like from space channel five Ooh la la believe it or not wow crazy uh just a, a big heartfelt thank you to all of you uh and an apology that we went three weeks without an episode uh we will strive to never uh, all get sick and have other obligations at the same time again. And uh, just a bit of clarification as well. Uh, Aaron mentioned all of our Patreon exclusive episodes. Those are posted on our Patreon page for our patrons. Uh, they are also, we drop them into the patrons only chat on our Discord. Correct. But the link to our Patreon, if you would like to become a patron, is... Uh, on our website so we don't post the episodes to our website just the link to get to our patreon correct did i fuck that up no 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 i just wanted to make sure it was clear okay good 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 that also means that as soon as you sign up to be a patron you have a massive backlog of things to listen to yeah there's probably 30 additional clips and episodes in there and they go anywhere from like five minutes to 30 minutes yeah so yeah check that out or don't you know continue listening here too you just you'll get you guys get the more focused stuff here i'm i'm thankful to our patrons for helping us you know pay the bills and do the show pay for software pay for posting but i'm also thankful to every single person that takes time to listen even if you don't listen consistently we appreciate you absolutely guys thank you for hanging with us today i promise you I personally promise you I will never allow Robbie to force us into a three-week hiatus again. <laughs> For Eric, I'm Aaron. Big ol' whoop whoop. And I'll see you next week. Woo-hoo. I would just be like, disarm you with a smile. Um, Get me like you want me to. Okay, that one felt a little more Billy Corgan. The first one could have been uh, Hinder or something, you know? Oh, yeah. Okay, here. I I think I got it. In the name of hating women, planning a heist on the psychopathic compound, and get me like you want me to. This is our <laughs> This is our ongoing
this is our ongoing examination of the insane clown posse. <laughs> How was that? Hilarious. Perfect. <laughs> Do we need a cleaner take? Or do you think you can? Uh, no, it's fine. Okay, we'll fix it in post. <laughs> yeah, I'll fix it in post. Holy shit. <laughs>